0: You're listening a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast. But right, let's talk South Africa and let's talk current affairs, and this is something I think we need to be speaking about, especially especially holiday time, because this is something that's quite a reality and it is kidnapping. Kidnapping is a reality, and you know, it left me so disturbed. I saw recently on social media this video of a mother. And a son sitting in the car. And the mother warns her son. The mother warns her son to say, look, those are crooks. You must watch out for them. And as she tells him, she rolls up the window. I don't know if she remembers to lock the doors or not. And then while she's telling while she's telling her son in Afrikaans that he says kill him. Kick kick kill him. And uh, another guy comes from behind, opens the door and drags the child out. And then we heard of another story. We're hearing of stories of children being kidnapped and it's a worry, it's a huge worry and uh, I can tell you, I can sort of relate to something not not kidnapping, but uh, my wife, I left her at one mall one day and I said, look, watch your cell phone because I know she likes to uh, check her cell phone every now and then and it sort of hangs out of the bag and I said, please, watch your cell phone because I'm leaving you uh, I was going to write exams that day uh, and I, say, I "I left her at the mall and I said look, you you go do what you need to do and uh, inshallah I can pick her up after that but uh, there we go and I, my neighbor has a shop at the mall and I took her to the shop and I said look if anything happens you come here so she said fine and then when I went uh, to write my exams I came back I actually finished early with my exams never hear from my wife lo and behold um, I went to the shop found her sitting there what happened? cell phone stolen and you know I always warn about this and I say next you know it could be your children and you should watch out about this but not too far from the market studios down the road here at the station uh, they tried to to grab my neighbor's kid out of the car and he was fastened in his uh, baby seat you know so they just couldn't get him out and he drove away and uh, I was walking with my wife once we went shopping and I saw somebody reaching down uh, at my kid, he was walking, we do this thing like when he's stubborn, we make like we're leaving him behind and we say bye and we walk away. And the once we did that and somebody reached down to, I, I don't know if he was trying to grab him or what, but I turned around at this guy and he looked at me, he looked at my face and he smiled and he said, it's a very cute kid. So I just, uh, I smiled and nodded and I just stood and I watched him and he turned into the first shop uh, that was available to him. So it's quite it 's quite scary indeed for us as South Africans, you know, and now you have to be on the alert. You just simply have to be on the alert as a South African because it 's a reality that uh, kidnapping is hitting South Africa quite hard, and um, we're going to be speaking to a specialist investigator uh, on into serious violent and serious economic crimes. And we're speaking to Mike Bolhays, talking about kidnapping. And uh, Mike, welcome to the program and good afternoon.
1: And thank you for the opportunity.
0: Mike, I think it's an absolutely imperative topic which we're discussing today because it is the kidnapping of children. We see it on social media, we hear about it on the news, and we're sort of taking it for granted that it will never happen to us and South Africans, we are still complacent, even though there's so much happening, uh, and and we're just complacent that it won't happen to us, and we take this for granted. How how common is kidnapping in South Africa?
1: Well, what you've stated there is where the penny should drop to all listeners. Number one, any crime, and there's so many in South Africa, can happen to anyone at any time. Mm -hmm. Uh, That should really just... uh, the penny should drop with anybody and everybody out there. That crime is rampant in South Africa, it's everywhere, and it's not just kidnapping. But since we are discussing that topic, it, it is escalating, and it's it's a serious violent crime. It falls under the category of serious violent crimes, which we do uh, uh, investigate, and we, we have seen a spate of these in the, in the last couple of months and we have also seen in the last couple of years an escalation in all kinds of kidnappings so the most common common kidnapping taking place daily is uh when parents don't return children that is also a form of kidnapping mm. there usually is no violence involved it's just that parents take kids many a times and just don't bring them back and then when there's no communication the uh, the, the mother or the father will open a case at the local police station because the court documents isn't that year too, but this one that has recently hit the news, where young people between say twenty and, and and younger has been taken and held for ransom, and then the parents called is is has been escalating also because there is so many extortions going about. So in other words, um, you have a situation where. Uh Crime can be uh, committed, and it could be easily committed and they and the criminals can easily get away so crime begets crime so once something happens once uh and the criminal element and especially when the information spreads, other criminals will join and jump on the bandwagon and commit the same crime and it will be committed more and more often so it's very easy today to just grab a youngster or some youngsters. And just hold them, use their own phones, phone the parents, and tell the parents that they have these kids. They hear the kids scream, or they make sure that they have enough information of the kids and their, uh the situation right there and then. That scares obviously the living daylights mm-hmm. out of the parents. And they clever. They just ask for small amounts that can easily be transferred. It's what we call a quick in and out kidnapping, and it's for money. The intention there is not to kill or to maim or to uh, keep people for a long period of time because then the risk uh, of them being caught and the case drawing much more attention is the problem for these, uh, um, I would say, gangsters or syndicates. I call them gangsters and syndicates because they are small groups of criminals that does not only do the kidnapping. They might do the sextortion other forms of extortion, hijacking, uh, just grabbing your hand back. They will, from say nine to five, as we do day jobs, they will do criminal activities. And since they have of late heard that, hey, look how easy it is to kidnap or hold somebody, even if it's with a toy gun, I mean, when a kid sees uh, a couple of blokes grabbing him or them, or especially when there's girls together and there's this big emotion and fear, uh, they're not gonna really investigate, is this a real gun, is this mm-hmm. a real knife? They, they, they immediately think, whoa, kidnapping. And the worst thoughts run through their minds because one, what they have learned of kidnapping is severe. What they have heard in the media and read about is that you know, if you kidnap, you, you held that uh, by uh, serious gains in groups, you could lose fingers, you could lose body parts, you could be eventually killed or raped. So the thought of kidnapping is always thought of in a worst-case scenario, which then runs up the fear of these youngsters uh, that is then being kept, and then they have that, and then they portray that through, through, uh, through to the parents, and then the parents are in the same emotional state, and then they do the quick payments. And as I've said, they're very clever. They just ask uh, and negotiate, believe it or not, for amounts that could be easily and quickly transferred, and then easily taken by the criminals, and they disappear. And uh, there's a next target.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's quite, it's quite disturbing indeed. And you start to wonder. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you made. Uh, listeners aware about this, you know, of of, of, of uh, what emotions run through your mind. Perhaps, uh, inshallah, they'll be able to handle it a bit better. But uh, as a parent, what do you do as a parent when you see somebody at the mall, for example, just before uh, we heard you online, I was sharing with the listeners an uh, incident uh, with me as well, where uh, we've, I've got this two-year-old and when he's stubborn, I make like I'm leaving him behind and I walk and he's behind me. And I did this Uh, A few months ago and somebody grabbed down, uh, like uh, went down to grab him. And it was a gentleman and and he looked at me and he said, cute kid. So where where do you draw the line? Because we hear about this. We see that uh, people pick children out of trolleys and uh, when a parent finds them, they say, oh, no, I was just fixing your child. Or the child was uncomfortable. I just what a cute child. I wanted to hold the child. Where's the limit? How do you know or where do you report it? Like, is there a limit on where you say, hey, this is enough, enough, you've pushed a boundary and uh, there needs to be some sort of consequence?
1: well let me warn the public for those who think they can just pick up somebody and think a child is cute um, and uh, they can just you know uh, a lift or take the hand of a child or a, any strange child you're not allowed to do that if you find a child or a youngster cute and you want to Just spend a few seconds by saying that to the child, you go to the parent. You Mm -hmm. say to the parent, listen, may I address your kid? I just want to give your child a compliment. Or can I hold him or her? I have no problem when people are close and do communicate with each other. But unfortunately, our country is is in such a fall of, of, of so many criminals and criminal activities, you would not know if that person's agenda is something else. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are so many pickpockets there are so many other forms of crimes um, that could be committed they could maybe ask or pose for a photo and the next moment or later they have more information of you and they abuse that photo and so forth so basically what I'm trying to say is I I have time for proper communication between people and and we should share and have uh, relationships but Unfortunately, as a specialist investigator in serious violence and economic crimes, I would rather suggest that you are very careful um, with your kids and your family, and you should have only in your family a very close-knit and healthy relationship and not allow any strangers at all close to you in any proximity. Unfortunately, it's come to that. We have to be paranoid. We have to be very alert. We have to be careful because we said it in the beginning. You never think this can happen to you. Um, unfortunately, you'll have to draw that line. When you go to the mall, your family should be close and they should stay close and you should not allow and you have the right to to throw a moor of a tantrum if somebody touches your kid or come close to you or your family because this is the situation that's presently uh, uh, in South Africa, I uh, also want to say that when kids go out, they and their parents should have proper cell phone communication locations. So you know, kids are so uh, so concerned about what uh, is on their phones. They'll never share what's on their phones, and that's a concern to me. Parents should know what's on the uh, children's phones, and they should teach. And so, even the, the the mature people should teach themselves and learn what I have to say today. You don't keep Personal information on your phone. Your phone is DNA. If I have a person's phone, I have everything. I have his banking details, I have his passcode, security codes, car registration, family holidays, payments he's made, received, friends, naked photos, you name it. If I have a person's cell number, uh, a cell phone, I have everything and I can uh, uh, get everything. So cybercrime is escalating immensely. And all criminals work with cell phones or via cell phones or of the information on uh, in the cyber world. So when you have a phone, you must try and live on a basis where you just make calls and receive calls, SMSs, WhatsApps, and afterwards delete. You should not have information on your phone. It should be stored and kept elsewhere because if you lose your phone, you lose your complete DNA identity. If, you're, if you are taken and kidnapped, the same scenario. It's everything on your phone. So when people go out or families are away from each other, they should have communication with each other pertaining location. In other words, kids say they're at the mall, they send a the location. Or kids say they are going to a a, a, a bride, send a location. And that should be a rule amongst the family. But I want to mention something here where I hold the cell phone companies responsible. I, I hold the cell phone companies absolutely responsible for the spate of a lot of crimes in South Africa because the cell phone companies, and I'm only going to address one issue here, there are many, has the ability to enforce any person that buys a phone that has an automatic location, uh, notification. In other words, if you buy a cell phone, it should be law. it should be enforced. it should be enforced. sorry for that guys. Mm-hmm. it should be enforced that anybody who buys a cell phone, that the cell phone must um it could never be switched off showing a location. It's like a sending out a pin location of where you're at. so just 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 imagine this. you get taken. And then once the phone, uh, you can either press something or once the phone is in any way uh, uh, being in, intruded by anybody else or anything done, it shows a location exactly where you're at. And that is what the cell phone companies is not doing because they're relying on the fact that we all buy and want everything from them because we get so much privacy with that uh, included. So, But just to to round it down, it's important that family members is a close-knit group and that they stay in communication with each other they should be careful what they have on their phones however but they should should be in contact with each other and you should be careful when you walk look look around and when you go out try and not go out unless you absolutely have to at night don't go out at night you don't go out at late hours be careful be paranoid unfortunately and be aware of your surroundings because kidnapping, and especially in, in 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 the bigger cities, it's happening nationwide. It's not only happening in certain cities. is is uh, an opportunistic um, crime that's presently being committed. So you have a group that commits a lot of crimes, and then they see, "Hey, but we can quickly grab this oak and hold him." And he's an easy target. And remember, they're clever. They, they check you out. They're not going to grab a guy that just leaves the gym with arms bigger than his legs
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: walking in a group and looks extremely violent. So they're going to grab somebody that looks like a student or girls or a group that looks easily um, that they can easily manipulate.
0: Definitely, and I'm 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 happy that you mentioned uh, how they look for a person because I was uh, starting to to, to, to wonder where are are there any particular hotspots that kidnappings take place because it's obviously uh, on the increase. Are are there any particular? Is it schools? Is it in the playground or is it malls? Where do criminals like this mostly operate?
1: Look, those who are listening to us today knows which is what we call the dodgy areas. Mm-hmm. so I mean needless to say let's avoid any dodgy area however it's good as you said uh, your story that you've explained in the mall could be there it could be anywhere all I'm saying is that people should be vigilant it's unfortunate but there's another switch that should go on in us and that is we should be a bit more paranoid a bit more concerned a bit more aware of our surroundings and what's going on and we should be careful when you go out and you and you see you could be an easy target that day, take somebody with. Um, be careful of what times you go out. There is no specific hot spots. You have to be aware of your surroundings and then you avoid them. If you see there's a group of people that looks dodgy or you're concerned, you have the full right to turn around and just walk another on a longer way. But on the other hand, somebody can stop next to you, jump out and grab you. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. We have seen our people just stop at a, at, a, at a red light and then four or five guys jump in, kill a woman, pull her out, throw her out in the street. These things happen everywhere. It's unfortunately so. So all we actually can do is be a bit more paranoid, a bit more aware, and we must get a mindset of it could happen to me and what do I do then? And let me quickly talk about that. If you are taken in any way, you should have run it through your ma- mind after especially listening to me today. You must exercise it in your mind. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Make sure that you can have some form or kind of panic button in your house if something happens in your house. Make sure that you know as a family what you're going to do if the house uh, uh, starts burning somewhere. What do you and the kids do? What do you do when there's a burglary? What do you do when there's an attack? And then make sure that you, as an individual, uh, what do you do when somebody smashes your window and grabs your car? Or when you are walking down the road and people jump out and grab you? So in all these scenarios, you should play them all out in your mind and as a family discuss what you do. But in this conversation pertaining kidnapping, my advice is if you are being grabbed and taken, Make sure that you can send, if it's possible, in any way, some form of distress signal via your phone. So when you walk, have your phone in your hand, and if something jumps or comes your direction, you do a speed dial or you send a ping location or whatever. And stay to your family. If I, say for instance, let me give an example. You're a student, you're walking home, or you're going to the mall or whatever. Say to your family, I'm going to the mall mm. or I'm tonight finished at four and I'm going to go this direction, you know my route, then I take the bus, etc. If you ever just get a random missed call from me, I'm in the ship, there's problems, then you should do something. Call back. If I don't answer, you know there's trouble. If I Or, or if I suddenly send just a ping location, what does it take before you do anything, just to get to uh, a WhatsApp, uh, get the, the, the your location WhatsApp, just on and then have it in in hand. And if you walk, you just press it. If somebody jumps on you, or get at you. We need to be a bit more diligent with uh, the smartphones and the technology that we have. That's also there to our advantage. Remember all the the brilliant technology that's available out there. Is f- actually for our advantage, but the criminals use it against us. So we have to use and be smart. So it's very important that there is, uh, uh, uh you have to play it out in your mind so that when you are taken that you already know what you're going to do. Then obviously in a kidnapping situation, you must give you full support. You cannot be a hard ass. Mm-hmm. You must, you must have a, um, uh, you must try and build a relationship rather than say, you give your full co- cooperation, you just work along. You should not uh, lose it. You must try and not lose it. It's difficult, and it's very difficult when I speak to parents and say, yeah, but Mike, what would you do if somebody, I would say, yes, it is difficult. If a parent gets a call, they you lose it. They lose it. Mm-hmm. They completely lose it, but the criminal uses that and then he ups the amount. The more you lose it, the more the criminal is going to ask, or the criminals. So, if you get the call that your kid has been taken, or you, have, or you get a notification of your kid that he is in trouble, and there is a negotiation, try and stay cool, calm, and collect- uh, collective. It's best that the husband does the negotiation because women, unfortunately, are more emotional and they show it more, and then negotiate to a point. Remember these, this category of Kidnapping it's just to get quick money, and then it's over
0: Then mm-hmm. then move on
1: to the next target So see it in that light play it through your mind This is the scenario. This is the situation. It's extortion all they want is bucks that you can quickly put over Do the negotiation say you can only put over five That's your limit or this that or the other and keep in communication In the meantime parents and children who have phones, always have your phone on automatic recording. We have the technology. Set your phone to, it, to automatic recording. That it always records all calls. How many times must I tell people to do that? Then any and every call that has been made, you have all the information on the phone. And that is very, very important. And that could be later used. Once the scenario has played itself out, it's very important to give the police all of the information. Even if they don't have the infrastructure or cannot do the work, um, it is important to have the statistics. That is how you know where's hot spots and where's what happened. The problem in South Africa, most people don't go to the police. Mm -hmm. They seek out private security firms or other authorities to assist and help them and they don't inform the police. We know there's a lot of corruption in the police, and corruption is not necessarily selling a docket. It's when you can't protect and serve, but it's important to report the case to the police. In an extreme worst-case scenario where there's possibility of extreme violence, they can always contact us. By all means, you can put our details out there in extreme cases. But it's best to play out these scenarios and then make sure that we have all the information we would like to receive all that information so that we can uh, uh, pull up a proper database and see where are these syndicates and if they're also part of sex extortion and other extortion syndicates. Because, as I said, these groups that does this, this does not only do
0: uh,
1: this, in, in, uh, this new spate of crime. They've been doing this kind of extortion crime and cybercrime for years. They have not just, they, what they've done now is they've seen, hey, there's a quick buck to make other than extortion or other forms of extortion. Uh, let's grab a kid and hold him and call the parents and get
0: 8,000 rand. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, you know, it's quite true that, and um, it's it's very sad indeed, and we even heard, uh, recently i think there was a, a demand for eight thousand ren rain and it's extremely disturbing it's extremely disturbing and they do play on your emotions and i know one of the advices that i gave to my spouse was that if anything happens you scream to high hell because uh you know you don't don't be shy that what people are going to be looking what people are going to be saying you just scream if you're in the car if they're trying something you ram the car in front of you that's it i said even if it's a porsche Ran the car in front of. You, it's okay, but uh, really, we, I think these advices you gave are absolutely brilliant, and it's absolutely vital. With the holidays coming up and people going around touring and looking like tourists, if you're from Johannesburg and you're trying to explore Durban or Cape Town and you're not sure, be aware of your surroundings. I think absolutely. Brilliant advice, Mike, and I think uh, this uh, this uh, interview will definitely be podcast uh, for the benefit of those who missed it. Mike, is there a number to dial the specialists uh, investigators if uh, things get a bit too hairy for the police?
1: Yes. Uh, so what I'm going to do in any way afterwards, I if I if I may have a WhatsApp from you, I'll send you my uh, my complete uh, electronic business card, which you can post. And or read on the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, the number that I can be contacted on, and only please if it's possible, on extreme cases, as I've already said, crime escalates this time of the year, October, November, December, with 300%. We are extremely busy and swamped with uh, very serious cases, but in a scenario where there's life and death, uh, a scenario, call me at 082 mm-hmm. double four. Mm-hmm. Seven six
0: mm-hmm.
1: one one six, oh, no. and if I may close with this, it is time that the public hold the banks the cell phone companies the police and the government uh, responsible for the state of crimes in our country remember the banks are also guilty, there are so many ways that you can nowadays receive, pay and pay money over and receive and move and that has become extremely valuable for the criminals they just when they have you they just say just put it over here to 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 pick and pay or to shop right or to this or to that there's just so many ways that monies could be transferred everywhere and anywhere without being vetted or without being scrutinized the day should come back and we should hold the banks responsible for that where monies cannot so easily be just transferred and especially when it's large amounts this might uh, make a very big dent if this comes back where money is held for seven days properly, uh, properly vetted and scrutinized before paid out uh, this will definitely help in the big uh, email scams where, where uh, money has been paid over in wrong accounts where very big extortion money has been paid etc etc so the, the criminals are using the banks to launder money basically criminal money so the banks should also uh, be held responsible for uh, amounts that come in especially in this kind of way and they have the facilities they can see if there's suddenly amounts that goes through especially if it's several times and there is ways to 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 do proper scrutinizing and vetting and to prohibit this and then the police the police should make this the uh, like rape and uh, child molestation and a serious violent crime, they should make kidnapping an absolute priority, and there should be a specialized unit that has the technology and the ability to track and trace, especially on the cell phones, because there's not a criminal that doesn't use a cell phone. They all use cell phones, emails, all the latest and best smart technology that is available. The police doesn't, and that's my concern. There should be a proper a uh, brilliant and uh, big enough cybercrime unit and an um, uh, anti-kidnapping unit that can deal with these uh, crimes because these crimes will escalate and crime begets crime. If crime is successful, it will escalate in the, and more criminals will commit it. And then the government, obviously, uh, the government, uh, it seems like they have forsaken the public in its totality. We have been left on our own. And it's time that the government um, steps up and takes care of us, uh, their people, because they are not. So those are the four entities that I'm blaming for the, all the crimes and especially the newest and the latest escalating of crimes in our country.
0: Definitely. I have to agree with you, Mike, and uh, we have to be paranoid. We don't want to, but we have to. Mike, it's been an absolute pleasure, I think, a vital interview, uh, and we're really grateful uh, that you've spoken to us and shared this vital information with us. Uh, Holidays are coming up, uh, and I think you guys are already quite busy, but quite going going to be quite busy indeed. But we really hope you uh, some peace, and uh, we wish you all the best in the future.
1: Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Do not hesitate to call us at any time for advice. We give it gladly and with a good heart. And uh, just before the holidays, don't hesitate to call me. I'll give some advice uh, what to do and not to do when you're on holiday, when you're confronted with crime, and what crimes you should watch out for and how to prevent it.
0: Uh, Definitely, Mike. We will be speaking in the near future before everybody goes on holiday. But for now, we're going to have to leave it at that. We say thanks for joining us, and uh, you have a great afternoon.
1: Thanks. Go well. God bless.
0: You too. Bye. Mike Paul I think this was extremely important because uh, one thing we love to do is panic and um, it's something we need to be uh, we, we, we need to guard when we go out on holidays you're listening to a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast.